Welcome to the Scrapbooking Inspiration Podcast, Episode 52. I'm your host, Melissa Shannon from DigitalScrapbookingHQ.com, and today I've got a really exciting episode. Well, it's been exciting for me because I haven't just got one guest on today. I've collected a great group of women from around the world who use all kinds of different digital scrapbooking software, and we're going to have a chat about our favorite software and what we can do with it and why we use what we use to create our scrapbook pages. So I'm going to introduce you to them all. The first person I've got on the line here is Jackie Lyles from bphotowires.com. Hi Jackie. Hi everyone. Hey, it's great to have you on today and why don't you go ahead and tell us um, what software you're using for your digital scrapbooking. I use My Memory Suite. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, I've used that almost since its inception. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on version six now, so I've worked all my all of my scrapbooks all the way through the versions. Um, I use it because I didn't want to take the time to learn how to use Photoshop. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a very friendly, user friendly program um, that. You know, someone who is just a beginner or even a, a pro can use. And it's just so easy to make pages with this. And I can just get albums done like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why I, I like that one so much. Okay, super. Um, so our next digital scrapbooker we've got here today is Carol Aslan from um, scrapbookcampus.com. And you're a Coral Paint Shop Pro user, aren't you? Yes, I am. <laughs> Coral Paint Shop. I've been uh, using Paint Shop since version 7. Mm-hmm. And uh, now the version 17 has been released last uh, fall. Oh, wow. So, so that's, that's, that's been uh, several years now. <laughs> so yeah. have you always used um, Paint Shop Pro for your, since you've been a digital scrapbooker? Yeah, uh, back back in the days, my mom gave me a copy of her version 7 when she upgraded to version 8. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I thought, oh, okay, that's better than the paint program <laughs> that was um, on Windows. And um, I started working on that and just a few years after, started doing scrapbooking. And, uh, you know, I've uh, evolved and I've... Incre- like increase my knowledge a, a lot by you know, playing around and uh, and I've followed all the uh, the new release since. Mm. Mm. Okay, thanks. And the next on my list is Karen Fitting from photoskeptalive.com and Karen, hi, welcome. <laughs> hi, thank you for having me. Not a worry. So you're using um, Pansoria products. Why don't you go ahead and and tell us what software you're using and um, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, Pansoria has two products. Historian is what I use for organizing my photos and Mm -hmm. um, some editing. And then Pansoria Artisan is the, the scrapbooking product that I use. And it actually has enhanced features which allow me to do some photo editing within that as well. Okay. So, have 
have you, um, for those that don't know, Panstoria has only kind of recently, uh, well, they've always developed the products, but they used to have a contract under Creative Memories, if I'm getting the story right. Um, and so were you using the Creative Memory software before that? I was. I was using Creative Memory Storybook Creator since it came out. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, you know, a historian. I recently looked back and I've been organizing pictures in there since 2002. <gasps> wow. So <laughs> um, I'm thinking um, Storybook Creator came out sometime a little bit after that, and I've been using it ever since. I've been taking digital photography since around 2000, so I've, I've been pretty much all digital for that. Mm. Okay. Well, the next person we've got with us today is Tamika Bond from Pixels to Pages. She's one of the great team over there. And I'm pretty sure you're using the Pantstoria products too, aren't you, Tamika? I am. It's exciting to be here, Melissa. I do use uh, Artisan and Historian by Pantstoria. Mm -hmm. I also used the um, predecessors, which were... Uh, licensed to Creative Memories, and that would be Storybook Creator, Storybook Creator Plus, and Storybook Creator 4.0, <laughs> along with Memory Manager. Um, you know, I've used other software throughout mm -hmm. the years as well, but um, Artisan and Historian have uh, been my go-to place. Oh, okay. So, um, do you, so you started off using them a bit similar to Karen, like before they, they changed the, the program, um, the, sorry, the, yeah, well, I guess the name and, and all that kind of stuff. So how long have you been um, a digital scrapbooker, Tamika? Um, since <laughs> Storybook Creator uh, first came out, but I'm not truly uh, or entirely digital. Mm -hmm. I am uh, what they call tradigital. Tradigital. I, <laughs> I, <use, laughs> I do use artisan um, and the historian to create my traditional hybrid and digital pages. Um, I've been mostly digital mm -hmm. for the last five years, but I'm, uh, I love to... Uh, touch things. I love mm -hmm. to cut. I love to use tools. So I always find a way to take my digital life and bring it into the traditional life. Uh, so most of my pages are hybrid. Mm. Oh, that's fun. We've also today with us, we have Blaine White from scraproomsoftware.com and you're doing something which none of us are doing <laughs> on the panel. <laughs> you're creating your own digital scrapbooking software and I'm kind of guessing I that's am. what you're using. <laughs> Welcome. It is. Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me and hi everyone. Um, and yes, I have um, developed my own software because I just couldn't find what I wanted that did everything I wanted to do to make it. I'm pretty much a traditional scrapbooker as well, but mm -hmm. I wanted to have my photos and my elements and my um, creation software all together in one place so I could mm -hmm. use it um, easily together. And um, I know Photoshop because we own a professional photography and art studio, but that's just overkill for the average person. And after taking Stacy Julian's Library of Memories class, I was stomping around the house and my husband said, well, why don't you just do your own? And I thought about it and then just took the plunge. Wow. So how, how long's um, your Scrap Room software been around for? Because it's in its second version now, is it? It is in its second version, and we really just did our 
sorry, I've, I've lost my word. We really just did our um, promotion and launch in December, and we had a soft launch because we are a small company and we wanted to scale slowly. And so um, I've been working on it for about three years, but version two is actually our first full awesome version (laughs) (laughs) and it certainly is and it's really it's really great to have you on because you are doing something really unique and the lucky last person on our panel today is mary mosley from bephotowise.com and you why don't you um well firstly welcome mary (laughs) hello hi um and why don't you go ahead and tell us what software you're using these days well, I'm currently using Lightroom. Mm-hmm. I started digital scrapbooking in about 2007, I think. And I started with Photoshop Elements, moved up to the full version of Photoshop. And I do occasionally use my memory suite mm-hmm. just because it's really quick and easy. Mm-hmm. But within about the last six months, I started using Lightroom. Mm-hmm. So you use them to like to do all of your pa- like pages the whole way through with embellishments and stuff, or are you doing more like collage pages? Or? Yeah, no, I'm doing more just uh, collage pages in Lightroom. If I want to add embellishments or anything later, I'll pull it into Photoshop. Mm-hmm. But really, I'm I'm so behind, and I have so many pictures to get in books right now that I'm just focusing on. The, using the book module in Lightroom, throwing all of my pictures onto pages with text, and then printing them in photo books. Oh, okay. Well, that's really great. Well, I guess I should go ahead and introduce myself. I'm Melissa Shannon from DigitalScrapbookingHQ.com, and I use Photoshop Elements for my digital scrapbooking. I kind of first started off in Fireworks, uh, which is <laughs> no longer in ex- in development, um, but I pretty soon moved over to Photoshop Elements six, and I've been using it since then, and we're now on Photoshop Elements thirteen. So one thing I just noticed about the panel is we don't really have anyone using um, Photoshop, which is really interesting because if our listeners have kind of um, listen to some other Digi Scrapping podcasts and stuff. Uh, a lot of designers, digital scrapbook designers, and some other scrapbookers have used have always used Photoshop, or they moved up from an early version of Photoshop Elements, because back years ago, Elements wasn't really as powerful as what it is now. So people often, you know, just moved up straight away um, to Photoshop. Um, but for us here in Australia, Photoshop was um, about a thousand dollars, so it wasn't really something that your average scrapbooker could really afford. Um, so I stayed with Photoshop Elements, um, but I do use Photoshop, full Photoshop, um, Photoshop CC 2014 or whatever they're calling it now. <laughs> um, I do use it occasionally, but I mostly focus on Photoshop Elements. So. It's really fun to have all of you here today to chat about your favorite software. And um, it's, yeah, I can't wait to get into it. So I think the first, um, we've all kind of talked about a little bit about what we do in our software. And the first thing I wanted to talk about to give our listeners an idea of what the different software can do, um, 
we're just going to first about uh, first off talk a little bit about how we create our pages. Um, now with Photoshop Elements, there's how I personally think about it is there's two elements. There's the editing and the organizing. Now for everyone that's on the call today, there. Um, their workflow is probably not as separated um, as Blaine was saying. You know, she specifically wanted software where that editing and the organizing wasn't so separate. But we'll just start off chatting about editing our pages and kind of what we can do, what are a couple of our favorite features of the software we use. So I. Um, I'll start with Jackie and do you want to just tell us a little bit about the style of pages you make and like what are the two two or three great features of um, my memory suite that you love using on your scrapbook pages? I That's a hard question for me to answer. <laughs> what kind of pages do I make? Um, you know what? It all depends on what type of pictures I have. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I'll make an album that's very theme specific um, such as my son's football season, mm -hmm. or sometimes I'll make a like a whole year-long family album. Um, sometimes it's just picture collages. Sometimes it's individual pictures that I want to have, you know, a, you know, be a major focus on my album. So I, I do a little Heinz Fifty Seven kind mm -hmm. of scrapbooking where <laughs> I include a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. And what I like about my program that I use, my Memory Suite. Um, Generally, if I see something online that I like, if somebody posts a page somewhere that they created um, and I like that idea, I can try to recreate that myself in my memory suite because mm -hmm. it's so easy to create a page from scratch. Mm -hmm. um, you know, everything is everything's right there. Um, I can edit my pictures right there. Um, my images are all right there because I pull them right from my computer into a browser mm -hmm. in the program. Um, all of the digital content that I use um, is right there, too. I can just, you know, pull everything in and edit it, and um, it's just so fun and easy to use. So for those who haven't seen um, My Memory Suite, that has, um, so when you're looking at, say you're creating a scrapbook page and you've got your mm -hmm. page up on the screen, um, mm -hmm. you might, with My Memory Suite, you have kind of your whole album there, don't you? And you click on one um, page and mm -hmm. then you can pull across both your photos and your digital supplies from like a little browser. Am I, am I thinking of the right software? <laughs> you are, exactly. Um, what's neat about my memory suite is they have a, a browser mm -hmm. that's located on the left-hand side of the screen. And then on the right-hand side of the screen, they actually have the individual areas where um, your text boxes are located or your photo boxes. Mm. Um, so it's very easy. If you can't, you know, think about what's going to be in your browser, it's automatically on the right-hand side or it's even up on top in a, in, you know, in a menu bar up there too. Mm. Mm. So it's super. That sounds really great. So it is really kind of drag-and-drop simplicity. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. Um, but I don't want, you know, that we, even though it's simple, simple to use mm -hmm. um, you know you can still do some very amazing things like the editing options um, you can recolor backgrounds and add imaging effects um, you can crop your embellishments um, there's many different types of editing options for your actual images you know mm -hmm. recoloring resizing you know ripping um, 
all different types of shapes. So the I, I just heard an echo. Am I? Are you hearing the echoes too now? No, I'm not. Oh, okay. <laughs> good, good. Um, so it, yeah, it's simple to use, but I don't want that simplicity to make it sound like it can't do amazing things because mm. it really does. A lot of neat options. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. I mean, I have played a tiny bit in there and it is certainly it's it's a very full featured program now and I think that's one thing that we'll probably notice throughout this discussion is um, back you know in in the year 2002 or 2005 when a lot of people started digital scrapbooking software was all really um, different and um, there were only a few programs that had certain um, that had certain features but now there's just really, it's a matter of choosing what works for you. And that's the reason why I kind of got together this bunch of women to sort of say, hey, there's great options to try. So, um, Carol. Yes. Um, Paint Shop Pro, why don't you go ahead and tell us what you like about the um, the, the editing process um, for Paint Shop Pro and what, what kind of cool things that you really love about PSP? Well, Paint Shop is uh, it's very powerful, much more powerful than a lot of people are thinking because I think at one point it was like Paint Shop versus Photoshop and Photoshop was like the complex kind and Paint Shop was like for the, well, some people said for the cheap people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not exactly uh, what it is and, it, and Paint Shop has really, really... Uh, evolved and and has gotten more and more features like just the last um, uh, release has now that the magic feel Mm -hmm. which is I think it's the same as Photoshop I don't know if if Photoshop element has it but now uh, paint shop has it and um, so as far as editing it's very powerful for editing photos but it's also uh, very powerful to create things. So it's not only to create pages, mm-hmm. but you can create elements. So um, it's not only scrapbookers, but designers can also, you know, make their own kits and and so on with Paint Shop with all the range of like the various layers, you know, rasters, v- uh, vector, mask adjustment, art media, and all all. The, the, the whole shebang. Yeah, it's very, and, I mean, I even remember back in the day, like the vector handling in, in, in Paint Shop Pro is really quite advanced. It's, it's pretty clever. <laughs> yeah, and, um, and also Paint Shop has a few uh, features that are fairly unique and even the Adobe products don't have that. Mm-hmm. And one of them is the picture tubes. Mm-hmm. And... It's not the same thing as when you go around the net and you hear about tubes, which mm-hmm. sometimes are just those pin-up girls. Mm-hmm. That's not it. A picture tube is kind of working like stickers, but in a certain way that you can, for example, you want to make a garden and you have picture tubes of flower and you just go click, 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 and you'll have 50 different flowers mm. on your layer. And uh, so it's kind of very easy, but there's also other kinds of tubes that are not very common online, but um, 
that you will just use your mouse and you drag your mouse wherever you want as if you were to write like a, with a brush. Mm -hmm. But it will create, for example, either a, a gold chain or a twisted rope or a set of zipper teeth or mm -hmm. tire tracks. Those are picture tubes that I've been creating mm -hmm. and they are like unique. Mm -hmm. And also another uh, feature that Paint Shop has is the scripting. Mm -hmm. And so I've been for over, like for several years, I've been specializing in scripting. And scripting is a little bit like actions in Photoshop and Photoshop elements, mm -hmm. except that it's more powerful. It's not just a recording of steps. It can be edited and coded uh, manually, which mm. is like what I do, which can make the script actually think and check this. And you don't have... Uh, if you want to make an effect on a photo, you don't necessarily have to have a photo that's exactly 500 pixels by 500 pixels. Uh, the script will actually measure whatever size you have and will adjust its behavior accordingly. Yes, You're, um, and that's a really good point to point out because just the other day I... Um, we were talking about some things in Photoshop Elements um, and some effects and someone was pointing out, well, if you have a high resolution photo, the f effect doesn't look any good because of the scaling. But um, like you were saying, the scripts in um, PSP are really advanced and they, they'll work out that kind of thing. <laughs> yes, and you can also get options like for... Uh, it's not like... Um, from what I remember, I, I've played a little bit with actions on in Photoshop or Photoshop Element, mostly to test a few things. And it's like you start and and you can stop and then start and stop a few times here and there. Not maybe not in Photoshop Element, but in Paint Shop, the thing is that I can ask you, okay, do you want to have this on the right or the left or the top or the bottom? Or if you want to have a, a sheet of postage stamps, like, okay, how many rows and how many columns do you want? And then the script will go by the, the choices that you give mm. also. Yeah, so it's a little bit like um, scripting as opposed to actions in Photoshop. Right. Um, but, yeah, it is... Because um, I've 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 certainly played a lot with actions and scripts, and and PaintShop Pro is really advanced in that in that way, and it's really great because, like you were saying, it's a perfect program for scrapbookers, but it's also got that real power that you know a designer like you know mm -hmm. or a scripter like you <laughs> can yeah. can really use. So, Karen, um, why don't you go ahead and, and tell us a little bit about um, editing your or creating your pages and, and a couple of things you love about um, Artisan. I love the drag and drop. Mm -hmm. I think that that's been really helpful for me. It has a palette similar to what Jackie was describing with my memory suite um, where I can see my pa panels to see my pictures, see my embellishments. I tend to do more of a um, start with a template, and it makes it really easy to use templates. Mm -hmm. Often, I'll um, drag in even a JPEG image of a sketch mm -hmm. and put it on my workspace and have that side-by-side side so that I can play with that. Um, and I often alter. Once I use a template, it hardly ever looks like the template that I started with. So, Karen, can I just... So, can you use, like, um, Photoshop document templates or what kind of templates are you meaning? <laughs> 
So what I, I do a couple of different things. Um, the Photoshop templates don't import directly, mm-hmm. but PNG files can import. Mm-hmm. Um, Artisan does have, from for a full use layered template, Artisan has its own um, extension. It's called page.page mm-hmm. or .pa page. Mm-hmm. And it will, of course, also accept the legacy... Um, extensions from Storybook Creator. They used to have a different extension, SB page. Mm-hmm. So, so it accepts all of that. So what I do to overcome that, um, if, if a designer isn't doing a template in the artisan style, often they'll offer a JPEG of that template as if it's a sketch. Yes. So I'll, off, I'll often treat non-artisan specific templates as a sketch. And I'll bring that into my workspace and play with it that way. Mm. And I really like being able to do that. It's super easy to use right out of, quote unquote, out of the box. Mm-hmm. Um, it has photo editing, color matching. Um, one of the features I've been playing with recently is um, a full page color matching where it gives me six or seven options to with different shades, different flavors of the coloring mm-hmm. to see if I want to fully match my page with the color matching. So, so it's, you, it's is very that, robust. Is that color matching to your photograph or to a kit or what, what are you matching the colors? <laughs> it depends on what I'm clicking on and what I want to match it to. Mm-hmm. So I could click on my background and match to the background or I could click on a photo and match to my photo. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of flexibility there. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds cool. I haven't come across like a specific color matching um, kind of thing. I mean, I've 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 done a little bit of photo recoloring, like parts of photos in Photoshop, but I um, you know, I've not come across that feature before. So that's a really cool one. Well, so, and if I can maybe tag team and throw the ball to Tamika because. Hmm. Pixels to Pages girls and the Pixies is what they call themselves. I actually subscribe to their service. They are superior, phenomenal teachers Mm -hmm. of the program. And I have to say that I've learned a lot of these cool features from that subscription. So it could be that Tamika is probably more of an expert on that feature than I am since I'm starting to play around with it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Color coordination, color matching, color washing, um, it, there are so many different ways to actually um, make everything go together in artisan. So mm. definitely, yeah. So Tamika, what is um, a couple of while we're while talking with you? What what are a couple of your favorite things that you love about the artisan editor? Well. I I must say that there's not enough time in one day for me to tell you all the things I love about Artisan. (laughs) I really do love this software. And like I said, I've tried many and this is what, you know, works for me personally. But they, um, the the first thing I really love about it is um, that I have the freedom to use it wherever I need to go. So it's not web-based. It's uh, on your computer. Mm -hmm. And uh, with one purchase, I'm able to have it on my desktop and my laptop. So I'm able to have it on uh, two computers. So uh, my kids are social butterflies. So that means I have to travel a lot, go to dance school, go to basketball games. uh, And, 
you know, while I'm waiting, I can have my laptop and work on the program uh, and work on my projects while I'm out and about. Um, so that is the most important feature uh, for me personally. Hmm. One of the other things I love about Artisan is uh, the fact that the scrap, there are two different softwares. So Artisan is the scrapbooking software. Historian is the uh, photo organization and editing um, program. However, um, in Artisan 4.0, uh, which they didn't have in the uh, legacy project uh, products, uh, Storybook Creator, they have a full image editor. Mm. So I don't need to switch software to clone and uh, uh, adjust and apply uh, filters to my photos. Uh, it has the full image editor that is available in Historian uh, within artisan the scrapbooking uh software uh so that's a biggie uh <laughs> for me <laughs> that is because biggie. you know now i'm cloning my papers i see this wonderful digital paper and it has just a bit too many flowers on it i use the cloning tool and clone away some of the papers so i'm mm. really big on um uh, on pushing things to the limits and <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I think that's where our best videos uh, come from at P2P. Um, another thing I love about it is um, how all of my content is uh, organized. It has a, um, a wonderful uh, content management program within mm -hmm. Artisan that can go from very basic to very advanced. So... Um, if you're if you really stay up on tagging your content, you can have library folders for each of the designers. There are several designers that I'm in love with right now. <laughs> so I have lots. You could imagine I have hundreds and hundreds of digital kits. Yes. Um <laughs> a lot of them. So I have them organized by designers. So um I can go to a specific designer's folder folder and just see all of the content from that designer. Mm. I can also then um, view my content by category. And because um, I am able to use universal content, I do not have to get all of my content at the Panstoria store. Mm -hmm. But I, I much prefer to get it uh, from the Panstoria store because of the way it's packaged. So you don't have one folder with a bunch of loose um content they make uh, a kit mm -hmm. so you have one file which can have anything from templates to papers to shape files um <laughs> to uh embellishments to alpha sets all of that within this one little file so i i can't lose anything <laughs> um and um the software magically knows where to put things. So if I'm working with a template and I want to see my templates, I'm not going to go to a uh, change template and see a bunch of papers and embellishments. I'll only see my templates. Yeah. So it does that organization automatically mm. uh, for me. So even if I didn't tag a thing, <laughs> I, I can kind of find uh, things. And I love that I can put one kit in multiple categories without creating duplicate uh, copies of that kit um, mm. on my hard drive. So, they're, they're, like I said, there's not enough time in one day for me <laughs> to tell you all the things I love about Artisan. But mm. it's a really powerful software for, 
for the basic user to the advanced user. Mm -hmm. And yes, a basic user can actually click one button and all of the advanced stuff just disappears and they only see what they're... Um, you know what they want to work in the just the basics uh so there's nothing there to confuse them or 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 you know take them off on a tangent learning <laughs> new things they can just stay with the basic tools and work on that but when there's someone like me who wants to push every button and and every limit of the software i switch that on to advanced and a whole new world just opens up mm. Oh, that sounds great. I, I love the idea um, of having, you know, the, the simple mode and that's and that's one thing they've kind of tried to do in Photoshop Elements too. Blaine, why don't you go ahead and share a little bit about how you go about creating your pages with um, my scrap room. Okay. Um, I like, like Jackie said, I like to do a lot of theme books and travel books, and I like to mix and match my page sizes. Mm -hmm. So I've learned a new word today. I think I'm becoming tradigital. Um, <laughs> I think that was Tamika that said that. Um, and so I mix a lot of digital 12 by 12 pages along with my traditional pages, and I use pocket pages in between, and I like to add a lot of text on the photos and things like that, do some of my journaling on the photos. Mm -hmm. So um, one of the best things I like about everything in scrap room is everything is drag and drop mm -hmm. we spent a lot of time labeling our tools with words instead of you know a little mystery drop down arrow or anything like that mm -hmm. everything's labeled with a word so that p new people can come in and create a page really quickly or you can make a collage or you can make pocket page size images the three by four images that are so popular right now mm -hmm. you can make those just dragging and dropping without even leaving the photo library mm -hmm. you can just do it there print it immediately or you can save it to print for later and then it keeps your original image intact and then to make a digital page something a little more um, complex or custom you just add a project and it will open up the project editor and everything is there for you, you can see all your tools you can see your photos at the bottom of the page you can select your um, elements on the right side of the page and again it's all drag and drop mm -hmm. and you can use um, quick page templates where you just drag one photo and click it um, and you're done mm -hmm. and you can export that or you can do a completely custom page where you, you use your paper and your separate elements and you can use um, Photoshop files as well. Mm -hmm. So you can import Photoshop kits and templates and um, Scrap and we'll read those files and create separate layers for you. And I really like the layers template. Mm-hmm. I mean, the layers palette, because you can see little thumbnails of each layer. So mm -hmm. new users that don't understand what layers really are or how they work, they can see exactly what they're working on in the little layers palette. Mm. So that was really that was really fun for us, and the testing people loved that. Mm. And um, the Fit to Shape tool is really, really powerful. It does a lot of the things like um, recoloring your elements. You can add the rips to the paper. You can fit your photos to any kind of shape on the page that you want you just again click fit to shape and drag your photo over or your element over um, you can add mist instantly to your photo I mean to your papers mm -hmm. or I guess your photos too you can add textures to a page um, so many different things with just that one tool mm. and then um, 
it's also dual platform, so it's Mac and PC, and you can also um, add it to your desktop and your laptop at the same time. Mm. Um, yeah, so we're trying to make it really super easy for new users as well as more advanced users to just walk right in and be able to create something right away. Yeah. I'm getting so excited getting to use it finally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's really great and I have played around in the software a, a bit. Oh, and um you're right. It's it a lot of the specific scrapbooking software has done that similar idea where everything's in the one place and you're right mm-hmm. um you know comparing that with even Photoshop is probably worse than Elements. I mean, everything's oh, icons and drop down, and you have to hold things down to see other flyout menus right. and hold the alt button and all that. <laughs> and <laughs> I which tried is to eliminate all that. Yeah, and that's and that's certainly something something different. So, Mary, you were saying you use Lightroom and you're using them a lot for your kind of collage pages. So, what do you like about using Lightroom to make your pages? Well, I think I started using Lightroom because I realized how fast I could get some pages knocked out. Mm -hmm. Um, So I use Lightroom to organize and do some minor editing of my images. So I can just go into Lightroom, like batch edit a bunch of photos, and then head over to the book module of Lightroom and at the bottom of your screen, all of your images line up in a, like a tray down at the bottom. So you can choose your page layout and just drag and drop your images onto your photo boxes on your layout. Or there's even an auto fill type of um, function, which isn't perfect. You know, you want to go back and or you will most likely need to go back and do some tweaking, but I took about 600 pictures from uh, a baseball tournament that my son was in last year and auto-filled them into several different templates that I chose, Mm -hmm. and it was so quick. I added some journaling and, you know, tweaked a couple of things here and there. And literally in 30 minutes, I had about 600 pages um, Mm -hmm. done. And the nice thing is you can export them out as a JPEG. Mm -hmm. And so if you want, when you um, order a photo book, for example, I might make a few special pages where I want to do, um, you know, add more embellishments or do something more artistic than I can do in Lightroom. Mm-hmm. So I'll do that in Photoshop, but then I can include that page in the same photo book. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking as you were speaking, um, Steph from the Daily Digi and I think also Wendy Zine has, have also been using Lightroom quite a lot for scrapbooking and they might have their journal cards even within Lightroom pull them um, because they're um, JPEG files and although Lightroom can handle PNGs now but you can do you could even do things like make pocket style things with a journal card and then when you export the JPEG file just pull that into another editor and you know go as fancy as you want (laughs) because everything else is all there for you that's right it's really great 
So I guess I'm the lucky last. And um, for me, Photoshop Elements is um, the editing side of things is really, um, it's really good. I've, I've been using it for a long time and it's not like many of the other software. I mean, even Lightroom has the organizing all built into there. So it's a separate module of the program. And much like Photoshop, it has a layers panel and things. But in the last few versions, they've also included some guided and quick edit modes in Photoshop Elements. Now that I don't really use in my scrapbooking as much, but I do use it to get some quick photo fixes. And I've done um, things like fix vintage photos or, you know, exchange you know they've got those group photos where not everyone's looking at the camera and fix those kind of things. So for the actual scrapbook pages, what I really like about Photoshop Elements is that um, pretty much all the designer, um, all designers that make templates and things like that use um, either PSDs or TIFFs and they're all really easy for me to go ahead and use. Um, and I also like the fact that Photoshop Elements does have lots of keyboard shortcuts because I'm a real, I don't know, I'm a, like a geek from way back and <laughs> I never wanted to use the mouse. I was always doing alt keys for menus and, and things like that. So for me, even though Photoshop Elements is a little bit kind of more user friendly, it still has lots of those shortcuts and even some undocumented features that you can only kind of get to via keyboard shortcuts. Um, because um, just because of the way it's been built. Um, so for me, I really love Photoshop Elements um, because most of the time I'm not going to be getting fancy and using um, warping shadows or spending lots of time creating my own custom vectors and things like that, which, you know, unlike PaintShop Pro, I can't really do much with vectors and scripts and things. In Photoshop Elements but it's got just enough of those power features to keep me happy and to be honest I've had um, full Photoshop for a number of years and I just about never open it for my scrapbooking because any of the scripts that I use um, they're all being packaged or I use Anaphorus scripts and also some actions and some scripts from Wendy Zine and and they things just to do things like you know make an alphabet title by not having to drag in each individual letter um, and and things like um, saving all my files for print and the web and getting that all done in one step. So so that's what I really like. I guess for me, it's just a, a, a good mix between easy to use features plus enough power to keep me happy. And as I, we're going to kind of talk about in the next section is a little bit about, um, you know, using the software and how often it upgrades and things like that. And and for me, the price point of Photoshop Elements at, at about a hundred dollars, um, it is over here. Is that it's a more affordable option. And the great thing is, you actually own the software. You're not renting it from Adobe. <laughs> um, you're licensing it for a perpetual license. So everyone now doesn't have the option to just buy Photoshop outright. 
Um, it's more affordable because it's only $10 a month or something like that. Um, but for me, I kind of mum is still, I use the cloud subscription, but I kind of like the fact that with Elements, you just buy it once and you don't have to upgrade. You can use it for 10 years and <laughs> keep on with it. So that's kind of my kind of top features. So now we've talked a little bit about organizing um, and several people have mentioned that they use software where the organizers built in um, to the software and in fact um, I think for my memory suite and for artisan um, a lot of the organizing is already done for you is that correct if you use their store um, Jackie is that the story with um, my memory suite yes Everything is very organized um, from all of their content to um, all of their editing options. I mean, yes, it is very much organized. Yeah, so it's all it's all in there for you. And like you said, it's in mm -hmm. the browser. Whereas someone who's like me, I'm using Photoshop Elements and as we're... Um, what's the term you use? Universal digital scrapbook designers don't tend to add metadata or anything to their supplies. So I have to then go in and do that myself if if that's the way I want to go ahead. Um, so, um, yeah. Um, so Blaine, with Scraproom, how does the organiser side of that work? Are you... Um, you're using universal scrapbook kits aren't you you don't have a store or do you <laughs> remind correct me oh wait am i here yes yes you're here oh sorry i think i turned me down um you're correct it is we can use universal products mm -hmm. and um with the organizing there is a separate photo library and an mm -hmm. element library mm -hmm. so you can organize those however you want and there are um you can make and for instance, in the photo library, we set up folders or collections, and you can do hierarchical or nested folders inside there. And mm -hmm. if you want to change your organization any time, you just drag and drop and change it, change the order or change how you're organizing anything that's already been set up. Um, and then the um, tags that you use to organize as well and to search can be nested as well and you can have as many subcategories as you want so that you can really search for exactly a red piece of paper with white flowers on it if you really want to be that um, you know mm. that specific about it but um, it, it's just so much easier for me to be able to shop and see what's in my little store mm -hmm. you know my personal stash as I'm scrolling through and I can see the the um, the kits that I have and what elements that I have um, when I'm looking at my photos and be able to pull everything together just really quickly and easily. Mm, mm, that's that's great and that's what I really love about um, the organizer too is that you know um, a lot of digital scrapbookers don't use any kind of software to um, organize their supplies right, and, it, and right. it's, it's totally optional of course um, but of for course, those who yeah. want to who, who want to do it they sure can and um, you know scrap room makes it pretty easy so um, Carol I was just thinking about paint shop pro does that have any kind of album system or organizer or is that just the editor 
Oh no, there's a there the newer version since um, maybe 15 or 16 can not sure exactly. They have three tabs. There's the edit tab, which is like what you use to create a page or create an element. Mm-hmm. But there's also a, a manage mm-hmm. mode where you can do tagging. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tagging system is a bit limited. You can tag, but it's the search that is a little um, not as powerful. Mm-hmm. Although I'm hoping that next version is going to be better. Yes. <laughs> uh, but uh, the thing is that what I found is that you don't necessarily have to have an organizer inside uh, the program. And one way I found was be to use the uh, um, Windows Live Gallery. Mm-hmm. And one advantage of using something that's completely outside of your program is that you're not limited to... Uh, one program so like if you if you were to tag your your supplies in photoshop element and then you want to switch to another software the, mm-hmm. the tags might not carry over mm-hmm. so having the tags or the the elements and the, the photos tagged into something that's outside might um, be an advantage if you are to use more than one software. Yeah, and for Windows Live Photo Gallery, for example, that writes the metadata straight away. So you don't need to even think about that. You know that it's always going to be attached to your files. Whereas with um, different software, I'm not sure how it all works, but with Photoshop Elements, you have to go ahead and tell the program to write all those tags. Otherwise, like you're saying, you if you never write the tags, then... If you stop using it, you don't kind of have that advantage. Yeah, and you you might have also the risk if you have a, a software update mm-hmm. that you know at one point you know you you imagine your ten thousand photos you know mm-hmm. lost their tags. Yeah, and that's you not right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> I have a few people who email me with that problem. So <laughs> yes, yeah. So. Um, Karen, do you use um, the or the historian? I mean, uh, although now I'm looking at my notes, yes, you've been using it since 2002. So I'm guessing that you love that program. <laughs> I do, and and I I have to say I've been using it more for photo management and mm-hmm. photo organizing. Yes. So for historian, I tag my photos, I star rate my photos. It automatically brings in the date and time the photo was taken, including the date and time I've imported the photo. So for me, it's mostly photo management. Mm -hmm. Now, up until recently, I would do photo editing in there. But as Tamika said earlier, now that Artisan has a robust editing tool, I tend to use Artisan for editing because when I bring my photos into Historian, I'm not really thinking about the layout. I don't really know how I want the layout. Mm -hmm. So... I can save that photo editing and cropping and color until I'm working in my layout and actually have the photos on a page and can kind of get a sense of what I want to do for editing. Yeah, and that's that's totally how I tend to work as well. I don't I don't edit my photos really um, very much until I scrapbook them, um, which is different. Um, to how some other systems work. So, Tamika, did you want to jump in with anything about organizing that you love from the Panstoria products? If you can hear me. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, well, speaking from uh, the artisan standpoint, um, artisan actually does the basic 
organization for you, meaning papers, um, shapes, embellishments, templates, they're all sorted. Mm -hmm. Um, Things are tagged with designer um, defined tags. So that's, those are tags that you can search by. So the most basic organization is done for you. Um, However, if you want to get a little more organized or, or sort things the way you look for things or the way you work with things, you have the power to actually do that. And you can do you can have all different ranges or all different levels of organization within the pixels to pages team our way to organize our content is so varied and mm-hmm. there's no right or wrong way uh your way is the right way whatever way mm-hmm. works for you uh so we have some members who tag everything and we have some that just you know r- p- put them all in one uh library folder and go from there Hmm. Uh, so I do like the flexibility like you're not boxed into one way of organization you uh, have the freedom to decide how that how your organization will look Hmm. Uh, within historian they have the star rating there's so many different forms of organization there Um, and the uh, details that you add are at once you save them, it's added into the metadata of the uh, actual image. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I just imported a bunch of folders, uh, Historian will automatically sort that by date. So mm-hmm. when I first started using uh, Memory Manager, which is the predecessor of uh, Historian, I used to create a, um, a category for 2014. 2015 mm-hmm. you know christmas 2013 christmas 2014 um and then i realized no i don't need to do that just set one category for christmas and the software will then if i clicked on the christmas category i can then go to the timeline and view christmas mm. 2014 christmas 2000 um because it sorts uh in that matter you can also search Mm-hmm. Um, by keywords and um, tags, and it really organization is a personal, a personal thing. So, whereas you'd like one type of organization, I'd organize my stuff differently, mm-hmm. and I just like having the flexibility to kind of mold my organization to what I need it to be to make it work the most effectively for me. Mm. Mm. That's that's definitely true. It is it is very much a personal thing and it depends kind of how much scrapbooking you're doing, how many supplies you have, if you have a big budget and you want to just <laughs> if you love buying exactly. new kits, you may not worry about organizing certain aspects of your scrapbooking if you know you're going to just use a kit for a couple of pages and then move on. So Exactly. So, Mary, um, you're using Lightroom, which is kind of an editor and organizer in one. So, are you? Um, I'm guessing you use Lightroom to organize your photos, then. <laughs> I do. Yep, I do, and I tag them in Lightroom as well. Mm-hmm. So, with Lightroom, um, you can now you um, use it with digital scrapbook to supplies. Do you do that, or do you just um, keep? it to the photos I just keep mine to the photos right now because I'm just 
keeping things really simple. Mm-hmm. I have I I maybe have done a few pages where I added some journaling cards like you talked about and you can add a add different background papers as well. But I really like right now the clean just a clean kind of magazine style look. And so that's how I've been doing my pages, and it's so fast. And then if I want to do a more, I guess, complicated page, like I said, I'll just do that right in Photoshop separately. Yeah, Yeah. and you'll just use your folder system to find your supplies then? Right, exactly. Yeah, so I have not imported any of my digital scrapbooking supplies into Lightroom. And actually, I have tagged some of my scrapbooking supplies. Um, I use Bridge Mm -hmm. for that, Adobe Bridge. So I will browse my supplies using Bridge. And then I have some templates and things that I use kind of over and over. And so I have tagged those just so I can find them really quickly. Mm. That's a great idea. I mean, that's one thing I do in Photoshop Elements is I have like a favorites folder or album where I keep my easy, you know, the things I want to find. <laughs> right. Yeah. So um, for me, on the organizing side, anyone who's spent some time at Digital Scrapbooking HQ probably knows I, I really love the Photoshop Elements organizer. And it's something I've been working with for a long time. Um, and... As Carol was saying, um, I do make sure I write everything to metadata so that I can't <laughs> I can't lose all my work. Um, and I keep two catalogs, one for my photos and one for my supplies. So, as Blaine was saying, you know, Scrap Room software, um, you know, everything's in one program. Whereas I've got the two modules and I've got two catalogs, so it isn't the most I guess I'm saying it's more more advanced and the reason I do that is because I have so many photos and supplies um, in Photoshop Elements Organizer. I've got over 200,000 items and um, <laughs> right now I'm going through a bit of a purge so like everyone's just fainting there going, how are you doing that? Um, so I'm, I'm clearing out a few things and not every one of those 200,000 items, they're not all tagged or anything like that. Um, but yeah, so that's the only reason why I'm doing it the way I'm doing it because I like to have things kind of organized and structured and and that's how that's why that's been appeal- an appealing <laughs> aspect to me. But the great thing about Photoshop Elements Organizer these days is that with the photo side, I almost don't have to touch it at all because it does all the face recognition, um, it does GPS data, as Tamika was saying, it you know it, it obviously um, imports all the dates, and it even has um, a, a feature now called events. So based on when you take your photos, say if we have, um, a, say at Christmas time, we've got a couple of things on. We have our um, Christmas lunch and then Christmas dinner. Um, Photoshop elements can go, okay, well, this group of photos go together in the morning and this group of photos go together in the evening. It suggests them as an event and I can just go ahead and write, you know, 
um, lunch at the Shannons and dinner at the Oakleys or whatever it is. So for me, the photo organising, um, because of the way I've got my system set up, um, and I've got a couple of classes on this, um, so I won't go into it in great detail, is that's kind of all taken care of for me and I just add kind of a, a few details as I, as I want to do. And then the rest um, of the digital scrapbook supplies, that's where I have fun doing fancy searches and, and things like that. But different to my memory suite and Artisan, all the um, the files themselves in the organizer, it's not automatically built into the editor. You can change your photo bin to view just the files you've got selected in organizer, but it's not seamless in the same way um, as those other kind of more all-in-one software solutions. So it's a little bit different. But for me, the main thing is it's pretty powerful and yeah, it, in the last version they just did a few changes under the hood so it's a, it's a bit better. So we've been chatting for quite a while about the different things um, in the different software. So before we go, um, I, I'm thinking we're going to have to wrap it up because we've been chatting for a while. So what I think we'll get, I'll go around the group again and just let everyone know um, how you can go ahead and buy the software that you're using or what what um, what um, software um, developer has made the software and where you can get it and we'll link all this in the show notes so um, and then we'll also give you a chance to share what you're doing on the web um, before we wrap the discussion up thanks so much for <laughs> spending the time with us ladies it's been fun to chat so, um, Jackie, why don't you go ahead and tell us where you can find My Memory Suite and um, what's happening for you at Be Photowise? Well, you can find My Memory Suite right at our website mm -hmm. at www.bephotowise.com under our products tab. There we have a special code that you can use to get $10 off of the software. Mm -hmm. um, it normally sells for $39.99, but with our code, you get $10 off, so you get it for $29.99. Mm -hmm. And one thing that's new with this version included in that low price of $29.99 is a commercial use license. Oh, great. Which is huge. It's not for all of the content. There's just certain items that the commercial use license applies to. Um, but it's well over $300 worth of commercial use products um, that you can use for a business. You can do scrapbooks for hire. Mm -hmm. um, it's great a great option in this new version here. Oh, that is super. So um, is there anything that's coming up for BeePhotoWise you wanted to share? Oh, we'll... Well, what we're working on, or we're starting to work on, I should say, is our next Save Your Photos Day event. Mm -hmm. um, that's a, a now annual event that is in the end of September. Mm -hmm. um, and Mary and I are working together with Kodak Alaris, mm -hmm. and we're going to be offering classes on photo organizing, and they're going to be offered in many different languages so we can really truly and you know, get everyone around the world um, involved with the Save Your Photos Day. Oh, wow. Um, 
That is yeah. super exciting. <laughs> yeah, and we're also working on different types of classes at Be Photo Wise, from photo organizing and scanning to classes using um, my memory suite to create certain items, such as cookbooks and you know gifts types mm. of things like that. Super. Carol, why don't you go ahead and, and share how we can get a hold of Paint Shop Pro and what's happening at the Scrapbook Campus? Well, you can get the paint shop at corel.com. Mm-hmm. And there's there are, are actually two versions mm-hmm. that you can purchase. There's the regular version, which is uh, at this point is $79. Mm-hmm. And the ultimate version, which is $99 and includes uh, extra filters like... Uh, Perfectly clear, for example, is included. Mm-hmm. And at this point also, and I, I'm not too sure if it's all worldwide or if it's only in North America, but there's um, Paint Shop is available at a uh, discount and it includes uh, added value. And one of the bundles included is uh, $50, um, $50 worth of scripts and tubes from my store. Awesome. Well, that is yes. a great deal. <laughs> yes. We'll, have and to, so, we'll link that up for everyone to go and check it out. But like I said, I'm not too sure if it's worldwide offer. So if somebody's in, in the UK and they go and say, oh, where's that bundle that she's talking about? <laughs> uh, there might be a little difference. And sometimes specials in one place and not... Uh, everywhere so so we'll check your local aware. guides <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um so that's what it is for uh, where to get paint shop and also uh, paint shop has a 30 day free trial mm-hmm. so you can download it and it's fully full featured it's not just like some features to give you an idea it's full featured so you can get it for 30 days and do scrapbook that you know, albums and pages, take a class and and, and so on uh, during that free period. So it's a good way to test if it suits your your style of, you know, workflow and, and so on. Mm. That's great. And um, in the campus, there's, uh, I, I have my regular monthly webinars, live presentations are usually on the first Sunday of the month. Mm-hmm. And I have a new class that was uh, released before Christmas. It's uh, it's a basic scrap course, and it's really for somebody who's totally new to paint shop. Like I'm gonna show you where to click to get you know this this little window out of the way because you need some some space and how you can customize your 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 interface and how to do everything from scratch for somebody who doesn't know paint shop and wants to maybe. Uh, discover it mm-hmm. and I also have the um, creative scrap course which is kind of mo- a little more advanced for somebody who is already comfortable with paint shop not necessarily advanced but just comfortable they know kind of where the buttons are and, and so on mm-hmm. and that course is it's a whole uh, the whole course is like one new tutorial every single week to create a new element Mm -hmm. so it could be good for designers Mm -hmm. who want to create their kits or it could be for scrappers 
who want to create elements to match specifically their photos because they maybe can't find the perfect kit with the perfect color or the perfect element. Because mm -hmm. sometimes you have the great kit with the right color, but you know, you're looking for a button and this kit doesn't have a button. And then if you look in your buttons, well, nothing matches that kit and, mm -hmm. and so on. So uh, that's the, the course mm -hmm. that's available. Yeah, and that's a really um, that's a really awesome course. I think it's pretty much one of a kind. Um, I've never seen any other kind of course like that um, for for both scrappers and designers. It's really great. And you know, of course, you can go uh, around the internet and try to find tutorials for this and that. But uh, unfortunately, I find that a lot of tutorials for paint shop are just like old mm -hmm. old ones, like outdated, like incredible i've seen some tutorials for version 8 i mean come on it's 17 <laughs> now <laughs> that's for it sure it doesn't look the same it's not the same tool they're not called the same so you can't follow yes yes so um anyone with paint shop pro you want to head over to the scrapbook campus because it's definitely the really great resource um for for all of you and also i should mention that the live webinars that are on the first Sunday of the month, they are free to attend. Okay, that's great. So if you want to, even if you haven't got um, Paint Shop Pro, you might want to attend it just to see someone working in there and, and have it and check it out. It's really great. Yes. Okay, Karen, um, why don't you go ahead and um, share where you can purchase the Panstoria products that you use and um, tell us what's coming up for um, Photos Kept Alive. Sure, thank you. Um, both Artisan and Historian each cost $39.95, and you can get them from my website at photoskeptalive.com. I have links over on the um, sidebar of the website. Mm -hmm. And one of the newest things that I'm starting to do is I've partnered with a designer who's opened up a brand new scrapbooking website called Scrap It Up 365. Mm -hmm. And she does um, PSD templates for the community and I'm working with her to convert her PSD templates into page files so that anybody in her community who is an Artisan user can use the same template but use it within Artisan. So I'm sort of venturing into the um, world where I can help designers who don't care to design for Artisan but want to open their market into Artisan, um, I can start working with them. Okay, that's that's really great. We'll look forward to that, and I'm sure all the um, artisan users out there will be wanting to go and check that out. So we'll have links to everyone's websites and all the things we mention in the show notes. So don't feel like you, if you're a listener and you're kind of scrambling, just head over to um, scrapbookingpodcast.com slash 52, and you'll find all the links. Um, Tamika... Why don't you go ahead and, and share, um, I'm guessing that Pixels to Pages also offers um, the links over to the Panstoria products there too? Yes, we do. Just hop on over to pixelstopages.net. Uh, we do have, we are Panstoria's preferred trainers and we are partners uh, of Panstoria. So um, we do sell the software and you can find our affiliate links uh, right on our homepage in the, uh, just scroll down in the right hand corner. And while you're at pixelstopages.net, uh, 
grab a free trial mm -hmm. uh, where you can get weekly training, videos, tips, um, blueprints, uh, which are templates, uh, a plethora of design uh, details and challenges. Um, we pretty much have everything uh, there for <laughs> you that you need. Uh, and there's also um, some free resources uh, such as the FAQs. Um, and if you uh, check out uh, our YouTube channel, uh, you can uh, find a few uh, videos uh, that are available for everyone to watch mm -hmm. um, with quick tips and tri uh, tricks on using Artisan. Yeah, and I just want to say that I the um, Pixels to Pages is a great community of like really fun people and I know that even your Facebook page is always hopping yes. with, <laughs> with fun we recently, stuff. We recently had almost 2,000 pages posted during a weekend crop or 2,000 pages reported uh, as being done mm. uh, during our time to crop crop so it was really fun and uh to see all the pages that there were designers and just regular scrappers scrapping along and and posting their pages and sharing it so it was really really fun yeah so if you're a panstoria um user from artisan or you you um may be converting over from the old creative memories um, software definitely the place to go so absolutely <laughs> Blaine, why don't you go ahead and um, share where you can get um, your Scrap Broom software and um, how much it costs and what's coming up for All right. Scrap Broom. <laughs> All right. Um, you can get the software at scraproomsoftware.com and it's normally $119, but as a special promotion for your listeners, if you use code MELISSA20, with a capital M, you can get $20 off through the end of March. And our next exciting um, features are we are partnering with a very large, I can't say who it is yet, um, company, an online company for automatic backup of your photos and your projects. And also with a professional printing lab, so you can automatically print in all the different popular sizes for scrapbooking. And the most exciting thing, I think, is the mobile app that will be coming up as soon as possible. It would be yesterday if it were up to me, but um, <laughs> the mobile app, so that as you take photos, everything goes directly into your software automatically and lots of special features I can't announce yet. And then we're also starting classes in our new classroom on the website at scraproomsoftware.com. They start March the 3rd and if you own if you're a scraproom user your first class is free and it will start with organizing your photos, organizing your elements and then also um, getting started in digital scrapbooking and um, we're going to have some surprise guests and some free products from some big names in scrapbooking so I'm really excited about that and we also have lots of free tutorials on our YouTube channel at um, youtube.com slash scraproom classroom alright well that's a really great offer thanks for giving the coupon for our well, listeners and, that, and that, that'll be a great deal so everyone will have the details of that coupon in the show notes and um, go ahead and um, check it out I am for sure going to be watching I'm very excited to see what's coming up I know that you're <laughs> you're working hard to make it the <laughs> <Very> best <hard. laughs> that it can be it's really great thank you okay Mary um, do you want to tell us a little bit about Lightroom where you can get it how much it costs and then 
anything that Jackie, <laughs> anything else that you wanted to mention about um, Be Photo Wise? <laughs> I'm laughing because Jackie and I are sitting in the same office next to each other, and she keeps making faces at me, and I'm trying not to <laughs> laugh so you guys can hear us. Um, so Lightroom, if you're interested in the Creative Cloud, you can pay for a monthly subscription to Lightroom and Photoshop for $9.99. Mm-hmm. Or I like to use the standalone version of Lightroom because I don't like to have to rely on an internet connection. So I use Lightroom 5, and I think the easiest place to purchase that is just right on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And the cost is $149 there. Um, and as far as at Be Photowise, I just recently had a class launch called uh, Metadata, Your Gift to the Future. And it talks all about what is metadata, why should we care, how to add metadata to your images and different software applications. Melissa, you did a video for us using showing how to do that in Photoshop Elements. And Karen did a video for us um, showing how to do it in Artisan. So thank you, ladies, for doing that. And um, you can find that over at our site at bphotowise.com. And then starting probably March 1st, um, we're still playing with those dates a little bit. We have a photo management challenge that will be starting. And this is a free challenge. We will be emailing out um, daily prompts to help get your photos organized, backed up, Um, Our inspiration for this kind of was from Debbie Hodge, if you heard her talk about photo management on the Paper Clipping Roundtable a Mm. few episodes ago. So um, I've been talking with Debbie a little bit about that, and um, we just really want to raise awareness, especially with backup and provide helpful tips. We find constantly that people aren't doing anything in regards to organizing or back up, backing up if they're frustrated, confused, um, so they get paralyzed and just and don't do anything. So, yeah. so, so, so head over to our website and sign up for our email newsletter, and that's how you will find out about when that launches. It will probably be about a 20-day 20 um, photo challenge. So that's awesome because this um, podcast will be coming out around the start of March. So that'll work really well. Oh, yay. I have to say, Mary, um, that whole metadata class, it's something really close to my heart because my background is an archivist um, and I can't tell you how many hours of research into that kind of stuff I've done. So I'm really happy to hear and I'm going to be sending everyone over to that metadata class for sure. Oh, good. You know what? Can I just tell you really quick, what got me to actually write that class was as, so Jackie and I are both certified photo organizers through APO, which is the Association of um, Personal Photo Organizers. So we help clients um, online, virtually, and locally organize photos, and especially, um, you know, we do do printed photos, but mostly digital photos, and People will use software applications and add descriptions or tags to their images and not realize that 
maybe they haven't been embedded into their image and then they migrate over to a different software application and none of their metadata is there because mm -hmm. they haven't taken the proper steps. So that's why we went through and created this class. We can send all of our clients to one place to learn exactly how to do that and not lose all of their time and effort. Yeah, yeah, because that's the last thing we want. <laughs> right. All right, and then finally, me. I'm Melissa from digitalscrapbookinghq.com and uh, Photoshop Elements you can purchase in a variety of of places, but if you... Um, you can purchase the full version from Adobe. Um, its cost is US um, $99.99 or you can upgrade from any version of Photoshop Elements. It doesn't have to be the most recent or anything like that. And the upgrade costs you $79.99. And that um, you can actually get as a download but I believe it is still also available in some stores, um, physical stores around the world. I know here in Australia you can get it at um, somewhere like Harvey Norman or Officeworks and I think um, there's usually a digital scrapbooking um, edition that comes out at Costco I believe in the US. So you can see it around but we'll have links to all that um, the software and, and where you can get it in the show notes for today's episode. And what's fun and exciting over at Digital Scrapbooking is that I've just launched a new class that takes you from the very basics of using Photoshop Elements um, to create your own scrapbook pages. And um, that class is called um, Digital Scrapbooking for Absolute Beginners. And that class will take you right from the very basics. It'll get you using a quick page and a template. And it'll also teach you the basics on how to use the tools in Photoshop Elements. So if you want to check that out, we'll link that up in the show notes as well. Well, thank you so much, ladies, for joining me today. It's been super fun and I can't believe we've managed to get through this whole thing with everyone. <laughs> Everyone's still all on Skype. You can never quite tell with technology. So just wanted to say thanks again for joining me today and thank you, listener, for listening. Um, if you'd like to see the show notes with all the links to all the lovely women that we've had on today, you can head to scrapbookingpodcast.com slash 52. Thanks for listening. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the Scrapbooking Inspiration Podcast today. If you'd like to learn more, head to scrapbookingpodcast.com where you can find the show notes for this episode and the links to everything we've talked about.